You, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. So let me hear the music, Colin. Take it away. Bing bong. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome into this edition of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Brown Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned, full-service funeral home, proudly serving our area since 1880. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, our intern, Avery Newport, running things on the TV 10 side. Happy to have you with us. And before we get in the show, I want to give a huge congratulations to our intern, Avery Newport. Just got the news a little bit before we went on the air. He has been accepted into the University of Maryland Journalism grad program. Big Very, ups to uh, you. That's a hard program to get into. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Really excited to see where it goes and what happens. I'm looking forward to it. The future co-host of the SVP show. Right hey, in front of us. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. It's very two big Maryland guys, yeah. Yeah, very big accomplishment. And, and it's, it's in-state cool. for you. It is, yeah. So that'll so, definitely it's help you help. to be able to get there. Yeah. But, I'd, yeah, just uh, appreciate the congratulations, guys. Very, very cool opportunity. Um, something I've been looking forward to for a while. I didn't really have any immediate plans after I graduated from Shepherd. So, you know, it, it uh, kind of... Gives me a little bit of a direction going forward, so well, very excited. Well, from Shepherd, we could still hold. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's true. You know, I could be that yeah. guy. You could. You hold my fate in your hands, uh, sir. <laughs> I do hold my fate in your hands, but no reason Wait, you, not what? to. I you hold said, my. You hold you my. Said, fate. I held your fate in my hands. You yes. also hold. You your said fate. my fate in my hands. <laughs> we all hold our own. Which is also accurate. <laughs> That's true. All right. Well, let's talk about some EPAC hoops from last night on TV Ten. Mar or Marshall. <laughs> got Marshall You're addicted, in my man. Head. No, Marshall basketball actually got a win last night. That is true. Very rare here lately. Uh, but Martinsburg knocked off Broadford and Christian Academy 67-54. to Bulldogs were led by senior Jaron Adkins, who scored 13 points. Avion Blackwood had 12 points. Luke Fowler Sr. also had 10 points. Dogs improved to 10-10. They're trying to go above 500. Finished the season with a winning record Friday at 5 p.m. against Wheeling Park. We'll be there 430 Johnny's Express tip-off show. But, Nick, obviously it was a weird game last night. Started all the seniors. They played the entirety of the first quarter. And then Coach Rogers went to, like, an all-junior lineup. Yeah, it was like – it was almost like Martinsburg was playing like it was a scrimmage, it seemed like. Like, they kind of knew that they were going to win the game ultimately. But messed around enough with some of the lineups and never really pulled away enough to – have an opportunity to do that but they were still playing like they were winning by a lot and obviously this Bronfording team is young they want you know to build some wins um they have some talent and and they just kept fighting and kept making it close eventually Martinsburg wins by double digits but it, it wasn't a very good win for the Bulldogs in terms of how uh it they played last night just sloppy turnovers at times seemed like it was kind of the team we saw before this little win streak started where they were all about themselves and not really spreading the ball around. So while it was a win, it was just a weird game. I, I think a lot of it had to do with how they were rotating the team. And I get that they wanted to try some things out and obviously start the seniors. That made sense. But you know, to go to pretty much your bench and guys that don't play a lot early in a game like that, I get it's a non-conference game and I get that 
you know, Broad Fording's one in seventeen now on the year. But it just it wasn't what I would do if, if I had a chance to coach the team. But obviously, you know, Dave Rogers knows what he's doing, and they got the win. That's all that really matters. But it was just a weird game. It was it wasn't the kind of game that you would expect from a team that's been playing this well uh, as of late. But a win's a win, and, and they found a way to win the game, which is really all that matters. They get some rest heading into uh, Friday against Wheeling Park, which will be a much bigger challenge, and obviously, um, you know, this sectional tournament. So that could have to do with a lot of it because they've been playing so many games in a week. But it just wasn't like that impressive victory that you wanted to see from this team, I think, heading into sectional play against a team that's pretty much been dominated by most of the schools in the EPAC besides Washington's one loss to them. Um, so it, it was kind of surprising in that sense that they didn't just go for the kill early and then, you know, try out some different lineups. It was like the whole game they were trying out different things. Yeah. I... Which one is it? There we go. Yep. yep. Did it get flipped or just... Yeah, we're good. Had no. To, okay. They probably was shocked it. I think I shocked it again. It I've happens. got some bad mojo energy lately. Well, I, I agree. It was a uh, weird game. I don't know if you can really say that they were resting players because they still had all this week now to prepare for Wheeling Park on Friday. They got the win. Great. But I, I don't know what you accomplished preparation-wise for this week's... Uh, selection-wise, getting ready for the playoffs next week. And if I'm a coach kind of looking at that game, do I look at the fact that it was a close game score-wise? Or do I go, they rested, a lot of players did a lot of things, so will that affect how on the final day before the votes are submitted on how you're being voted for this region? Yeah, Yeah, and that vote, I believe, is... Due today? That's what Roger said yesterday I, during the interview. But I, I don't know. I saw the date. I think it is due today because it was due the day, if I remember, it's due the day the the sectional for these two sections, girls wise, starts. So um it's definitely something that uh it's gonna come out today, hopefully tonight. Uh by the end of the night we'll know. Um We'll have to ask church today. Actually breaking news. Uh, this is from, I just got the text from Nevin. Uh, I didn't see it now. Thanks to Nevin Kilmer. Uh, literally guy does some refing as well. Rick Kozlowski just tweeted out the sections. Uh, this according to the vote that happened, went down at lunchtime. I believe this just went down here in the last 15 minutes. Uh, section one top seated drum roll, please. This takes out our entire segment. It does. Hedgesville second seed Martinsburg. Third seed, Spring Mills. On the Section 2 side, Jefferson, Musselman, Washington, like we expected. That's surprising. I think it's very surprising, but that does just completely pick out a whole thing. Hedgesville, Martinsburg, Spring Mills. Yeah, what do we think about this? Initial initial thoughts coming off. Isn't that what I said yesterday, though? So I guess I shouldn't be surprised. (laughs) I don't know, but we were were talking about it here before the show. And I was thinking maybe Spring Mills. And we were saying that I think it was. Had the best body of work in terms of they had the best EPAC record at 6 4. They had some quality wins in the non conference. But I think play of late has been down for them, and teams have kind of figured out 
how to slow down their offense with Keyshawn Cheek and Caleb Thomas being the majority of the offense there. So I can understand I think it was it. those second games yeah. against the particular section teams, Hedgesville and Martinsburg, really that maybe flipped the tide on things because – and the fact that Martinsburg's been resurgent of the last few weeks. Yeah, and I, I had put – spring mills third yesterday when we were talking about it so i can understand why they would vote them third uh martinsburg's been playing well at recently and hedgesville has the best overall record so even though their strength of schedule may not be the best it's it's very debatable you know it it is and that's what we're gonna do (laughs) that's exactly what we were about to do was uh do a full yeah we were about to go i had a 20 minutes up. yeah we were about to do a whole segment on this uh but chiming in on facebook is david wood uh i think it should have been hedgesville spring mills and martinsburg that, that's that what i'm kind of leaning towards in my head right now because as we just said even though martinsburg has been better as of late when you compare spring mills and martinsburg yes they split games but overall record spring mills is better EPAC record, Spring Mills is better. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, but they get I, to play each other now to I, prove. I see the region. Wrong. The is it the regency? Recency, recency, like the recency factor in all this. Martinsburg's been playing better. Spring Mills has lost their second games to both Hedgesville and Martinsburg. That's why I see the way that it could be done. Is you use the recency factor. I mean, besides the home court, the two and the three, like we said, isn't the important one. The important one's the one because you get the automatic uh, bid to the region. So, you know, Hedgesville's already made it to regions, and, and then they'll have a chance to go to states, obviously. So, that that's interesting. I, I think it's We'll I'm definitely have to hear Coach Church's reaction to that. Yeah. They now get the bye. And yeah. that is huge for them. Which is kind of a different trajectory than we saw a couple weeks ago, this Hedgesville team go. And, I mean, you know, they're they're really 0-1 since he's been back, but they lost that game by six points in overtime to Martinsburg. They, the reason that I kind of thought maybe it could be flipped is because, although it's not in the section, like I could see Hedgesville number two, and but I guess it just depended on how they wanted to vote Martinsburg. Is because you barely beat Jeffrey or Washington, excuse me. You barely beat them by three points. A team that most of these teams elsewhere in the EPAC dismantled. Washington's been getting better though. I They've mean, last night, as what I was informed from Southfield with Spring Mills' win last night, yeah, it was a ten-point win, but with a minute twenty left, it was a one-point game. I think that's what it was. It, it was back and forth, and Washington was coming back. I think the thing that's made it so tough, too, is Martinsburg's the toughest team to rank, I think, in this section. Because at times they look like, you know, a top three or like a top three team in the EPAC. And at times they look like, you know, a bottom team, like last night. They didn't look very good. But, you know, against Hedgesville in the first quarter, they looked terrible, right? Down 13 nothing at one point. But then in the second half, as the game went on, they looked pretty good. So, you know, they're a really tough team to judge. I think Hedgesville might have the best like team in terms of how they all play together, especially when they have Faircloth. We don't know if he's going back. Yeah, you'll have to maybe get those details today, Nick, to figure out if he'll be back this season because, I mean, when you have a big man down low, it definitely makes an impact, whether he makes a huge impact in the scoring column or not. And then Spring Mills, I think, has the most potential moving forward. So 
and has shown and maybe the best player in the, in the section in Keyshawn Cheek. So it's very tough to rank these teams. And, and the sectional tournament will determine who really was the best team, right? I mean, that's why yeah. you play the game. So, um, you know, looking forward to a great tournament and what will be Martinsburg-Spring Mills. That will be another close game, I, I would presume. And we'll get to know a week from today. And then whoever goes yeah, to Hedgesville, that's going to be an intense atmosphere, as we already know, for the sectional championship. Yeah, definitely. So uh, just to talk about Spring Mills, did down Washington 49-39 to last night. Cardinals improved to 14-7 and on the season. Jalen Franklin led the way with 17 points. Keyshawn Cheek and Caleb Robinson both added 11. They're back in action, I believe, to finish out the season Wednesday, regular season Wednesday, when they take on Jefferson. Uh, today... Hedgesville takes on Broadford and Christian Academy. That's a 4 p.m. tip. It'll be right here on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10, 3.30 pregame show. Nick and Colin will have the call. Uh, let's take a break here, and then when we come back, we'll preview these section matchups for girls. How about that? Sounds good. All right. That'll do it for this first segment here of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by hagerstown ford revolutionizing the car buying experience buy your next vehicle online they'll deliver it to you if you don't like it they'll take it back go to hagerstownford.com for more on their side of this break we'll preview the region two girls section one and two semifinals tonight that's next on this edition of the sports mix This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are, and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it, no questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials, including Trivia Night Monday, Karaoke Tuesday, Steak Night Wednesday and Sunday, Thursday Night Boneless Wing Night, and on Friday and Saturday nights, there'll be a DJ and or karaoke. And remember, Monday through Friday, happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10.
Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix right here on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM AM 740. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, our intern Avery Newport, running things on the TV 10 side, hanging out with you today uh, until 1 p.m. here. Uh, as we mentioned before, sections did come out here for boys basketball. Uh, section 1 is Hedgesville, number 1, Martinsburg, number 2, and Spring Mills, number 3. And Section 2 is kind of that, as we anticipated for the last few weeks, Jefferson, Musselman, and then Washington. Uh, We mentioned before that we didn't know if uh, Eli Faircloth would be back for Hedgesville. He, according to the comments from Nevin Kilmer, who uh, shot me the text a few minutes ago, about the sections, he is back tonight, and you heard this morning that he was probably back too. Uh, so that'll be interesting to add him back to the lineup, see how much he can do with this lineup now as they head into uh, sectionals as the number one seed here in the section. But let's talk about girls sectionals. Those are tonight. Uh, the game that we'll have is uh, number two, Hedgesville hosting number three, Martinsburg on the section one side. And the game we won't have is on the Section 2 side, Musselman at Washington. Uh, we'll first start with the game that we don't have, uh, Musselman at Washington. What are your thoughts on that, Colin? Uh, you'd have to, I guess, give just looking at how uh, they've performed all season the advantage to Washington. They started off great, 7-0, and kind of went downward from there, but not as bad as what it sounds like when you say a team went downward from 7-0. and They still finished with a winning record, which is something that they had not done for a long time. They've really put themselves as a competitive team here in the EPAC that even though they could not be sectional champions, they could still win the region and advance to the state tournament. You, you never know. Uh, Mosselman, we've seen a lot this year. They're really a second-half team, but Sometimes they just have simple mistakes, can't make shots. Both times these two teams have played this year, Washington got the better of Musselman, and I don't think it was really that close either time. But we'll have to see. Playoffs, it's a completely different story. The one we had at Washington was kind of close. It was really just pulling apart, yeah, in the second half is where. Washington broke away for the most part. Musselman's a, a team that doesn't give up. They're very tough um, in terms of, you know, they, they fight for the full four, full four quarters. But I would agree. I, I think Washington overall just a better team, so I would expect them to win. But, again, Musselman, like we said, you know, they won't give up. They'll give you a tough fight. So it could be a pretty close game, but I, I think Washington ultimately gets that win. But uh, – yeah, I could see an upset here with Musselman winning, though. I, well, the Musselman's last time been the when we had that they... game, Musselman was able to really, I feel like, neutralize Rivera Yeah, from Washington. Got her in foul trouble. But yet Washington still had Skinner, who Musselman doesn't really what, have what, any size. The taller one. Carmen, I believe, Carmen. is the taller one and the yeah. older one. But... Her presence down low as a post player, I felt like, was really the difference because Musselman didn't really have anybody to match up against her. Yeah, they don't have a a true post, so that'll be definitely tough tonight. And they played those games, they bookended or 
they ended a week and started the next week playing those that same opponent. Uh, Musselman lost forty-two to twenty-seven in the first game, and then they lost thirty-nine to twenty-seven in the second game. I could just see that could be a sneaky upset in this round. I think in this whole region, I think the sneaky upset could be Musselman defeating Washington. In I, my opinion. I don't know because do you consider the game that we're going to have a sneaky upset because? I don't, the last time the two teams met, Martinsburg won by 12. Is, that's an interesting case, though, because both of those teams are not having the best of seasons. That's true. And, you know, it's kind of a toss-up. How many wins does Hedgesville have? Four. And Martinsburg has finished with one? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, a four-win team versus a one-win team, technically you'd call that an upset, I guess. But they're both having down seasons. Yeah, when you look at it statistically, they're pretty evenly yeah. matched. So. But I think uh, you know. I think the sneaky upset there could be Musselman, uh, just seeing the way that they they can put wins together uh, a little bit. Or now, now that I really think about it, I'd agree with you because I feel like it'd be a more surprising one. Yeah, but you know, I, I it would have been like I think a Washington Jefferson sectional final will be a great game because they indeed did play extremely well when they or you know they're they're the Jefferson County rivalry out there and. Um, you know, the last time they saw each other. Now I can't find it because it's not in you Max just Preps. It. Max Preps? I'm looking at. It was. I'm talking a about. Above. Or oh, Jefferson. The yeah, they lost there, by yeah. 14. But, uh, you know, I think. And then they lost by 17 the game before. But I think that's going to be a very intense game if that's indeed the matchup. Yeah, I feel like Jefferson, though, for the girls' side, is uh, the best as well. So I think they're probably going to. Advance. They got the bye. That'll be huge. They have to. But a region final? If they win, play a team that will most likely lose to Spring Mills. Spring Mills, it seems like, will probably be able to handle. I'm trying to make like an overall prediction. Whoever wins tonight. Because Spring Mills will get the winner of tonight's game between uh, Martinsburg and Hedgesville. So whoever, whoever. Loses that game, whoever or whoever wins this game tonight and goes into the sectional championship will most likely play Jefferson. Yeah, but they still have a shot, which is crazy to think they still have a shot to make states considering both of those teams would say they're having down each seasons. Yes. It's just crazy the way this, this regional thing works out. And then they could get a crazy upset. So you could see Martinsburg make it to the state tournament at 3-17. and I, don't, I just think that's so crazy. Like... In Virginia, if I remember correctly, they do like a region tournament. This is. But it's kind of like a one-game tournament. Like you have the loser of one section versus the winner of another section. It it has to be different because how many people or how many schools was in your region, though? I don't even remember. It's just weird to me. It's just weird to me to have one game each. Like you would think both winning teams would play each other for seeding into the tournament. I guess. But I, I guess I they know. see differently. I, I, I don't think know. They to still, me, that, I think they do voting again. I, I, I probably I, when I, when I was talking I think that's to what they do, is uh, when I was talking again. to Martinsburg AD Davis Moore and he was explaining to me how it went down. I was like so confused, and he was probably like when he was texting me, he was probably like, "What is this guy thinking?" Because I didn't know the way it was set up, and I was trying to think how do these match. Yeah, I'm pretty work? sure state seating is voting as well. I think it's the AP poll. Is it the AP poll? It could be. Yeah, because Richard Lewis had mentioned how the AP poll doesn't matter until they get to the states. 
Ah, yes. So. I, he did say that at one point. So it's the AP poll, I'm pretty sure. Or There you go. Yeah. But the, I don't know. This is just going to be a very interesting week here in the Eastern Panhandle for athletics. Uh, and you know what starts next week, too? Spring sports tryouts are next week. Yeah. Baseball's so right uh, the we're trying out. What? You trying out? <laughs> no, I was just talking yesterday to Aaron Byler because I'm going to go out there and uh, check some things out. They got a new press box or they got press box upgrades. We're going out there next week. Uh, but I didn't realize trials were next week, and then we're three weeks away from first, from game ones. Awesome. That's crazy to me. just seems like it's all happening like this. Cause I think it the, does. The week of the state tournament is the first week of games. Yep. So we're going to transition right into baseball here after the regionals. Uh, but that'll do it for this segment of the sports mix. Segment sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store. Not just an appliance store any longer. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living. It's family owned and operated and located at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg. Go to Orsini's.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll talk some college action. Uh, we'll get the Shepherd Report from Avery Newport, our intern who just got into grad school at Maryland. Shout out to him. Uh, then we'll talk about WV Hoops, unfortunately, falling again. Colin. Uh, miserable when it comes to his WVU fandom lately. I just want it to be over. <laughs> but we'll do that when we return on today's edition of the Sports Mix after this two-minute break. Hi, my name's Corey, and I'm here at Orsini's in beautiful Martinsburg, West Virginia. We no longer specialize in only appliances. We have kitchen design, countertops, cabinets, flooring, and even a new 1,200-square-foot sleep studio with brands such as Stearns & Foster, Sealy, and Tempur-Pedic. 304-267-7251. 360 Heck Wilson Way in Martinsburg. We price match the big box stores, and we give back to our local community. Orsini's.com. WVU Medicine is pleased to introduce seven new providers who've joined our medical staffs at Berkeley Medical Center, Jefferson Medical Center, and University Healthcare Physicians. Dr. Tiffany Morton, Endocrinology. Dr. Zangethan Parampanathan, Family Medicine. Dr. Hamath Pillai, Hospitalist. Dr. Lauren Rover, Pediatrics. Dr. Ahmed Samour, Hospitalist. Doctor of Nursing Practice, Kelly Shothias, Urgent Care. And Dr. Levi Stevens, ENT. WVU Medicine, growing to meet the needs of our community. Floodwaters can spread E. coli bacteria. Here's Bill Kearns from the Berkeley County Health Department about what to do if your well is tested positive. If it's just a one-time contamination, you can superchlorinate your well, which we have instructions at the health department they could call and talk to us. You're providing uh, an excessive amount of bleach down the well. Then you do a runoff to get that out of the system to get the bleach through your lines, get any contamination out of there. You do a runoff of so long, and then you can have it tested again. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court in Martinsburg. Call 304-263-5131. Do you love martial arts? Are you a little more Miyagi-Do than Cobra Kai? Dragon Warrior Kung Fu offers a well-rounded program designed to promote and encourage learning and growth in a family-friendly environment. Because Kung Fu is not just flashy fighting skills, it's a lifelong journey of self-discovery. Dragon Warrior Kung Fu. Call us at 304-350-0646 and learn more today. Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10.
Welcome back into this segment of the Sports Mix here on February 22nd, 2022. Uh, well, first we'll talk about uh, Shepherd Men's Hoops. They were in action last night, a makeup game there with Bloomsburg and uh, Avery. What about that game? You had the call for that on the PSAC Digital Network. Yeah, it was a good game, a great win for the Rams. They took care of business at home. They won 88-76. And it was senior night. It was senior night. They had uh, three seniors honored, Cam Stevens, Kyle Daggett, and Noah Wimbish. All got a little pregame ceremony, so that was nice. Kind of interesting they didn't do combined nights. Yeah, I'm I'm not... I think probably just because the women's, you know, they didn't have an extra game. You know, that's maybe they why. wanted to give them nights for themselves. Yeah, just kind that of separate them out. Yeah, um, yeah, because the women's senior night is, of course, tomorrow night when yeah. we'll be there for we'll the Shippensburg game. Um, yeah, but anyway, they they had a nice little pregame ceremony. The three seniors got a nice round of applause and everything. So that was great to to see that. And Noah Wimbish, uh, who's one of the seniors, got the start last night for the Rams. So that was cool, too, as they, they started all of the seniors um, for senior day. But anyway, the, the game itself was very successful. The Rams, uh, again, their offense was just on fire. Yeah, they were up, what, 12 at halftime, 46-34? Yeah, I mean, 46 points and a half is, is great for Shepard. And they almost, I mean, we, we were talking about it on the show yesterday, how their offense can just explode for these great games. They did it last week on Wednesday against Millersville, and they did it again tonight against Bloomsburg. Even last though, night, last night, yes, you're right. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, 88 points is is a, a great scoring output for them. Kyle Daggett led the way with 24 uh, on his senior night, seven rebounds as well. He had three assists, which you know the big man getting involved in in passing the ball too. Shot 10 of 16 from the floor. Philip Jordan again, his resurgence is. One of the stories of the season for Shepard this year. 19 points for him. He made 7 of 14 uh, field goals and was 5 of 7 from three-point range. And at one point, I mean, he... Also only a sophomore. Yeah. And, I mean, again, for a guy who started the year injured, who wasn't a starter at the beginning of the season, to advance to where he is now as the top-scoring guard on this team is really a, a cool story. So, great shooting night for him. Cam Stevens was uh, nearly a double-double threat last night. He had 15 points and 9 assists, 4 rebounds as well. John Preston had another good game, 12 points for him. And he shot uh, 4 field goals and made all of them, 3 of which were 3-pointers. So, perfect shooting night for him, 4 for 4. The team as a total shot nearly 60% from the floor, 33 of 56. They made half of their 3-point attempts, 12 of 24 so when the shots are falling, you know, the, the Rams are winning games. We saw that yeah. last week, and they did it again last night. And they'll have a tough test tomorrow at Shippensburg. They will have a tough test tomorrow. I mean, the, again, the Rams have already clinched a spot in the PSAC tournament, as we've discussed. But that game tomorrow is important against another good team that's already in the postseason field. You know, Bloomsburg is out. They are uh just having a down year it was five and 24 and 17 yeah so you know last night the rams had uh another you know an easier opponent than they're going to have tomorrow so you know you, you can't kind of let this win get to your head if you're shepherd you gotta refocus and 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 get your energy back for tomorrow night against a rival and another team that's gonna be playing in the postseason just like the rams will yeah, just a good win uh, for Shepard last night. Um, 
really looking forward to covering that big game tomorrow, Nick, calling the game. It'll be a you know, it'll be a test. It'll be somebody they may see in the tournament. Yeah, I mean, Shippensburg is usually a pretty solid program, and they're good again this year. But uh, do you know, Avery, if um, there's any chance Daniel and McLean Corley will be back for the tournament, or does it seem like he's out? I think he's. He, I think he'll he'll probably be out, from what I okay. understand, because he hasn't played in over a month. I yeah. think. It's I think been it a was long time. January. I just know yeah. when we had coach namalik on the show he was hoping maybe he was hoping to get him back by the end of the season yeah Yeah. if they had him back i think we talked about this yesterday i wouldn't want to run into yeah i mean we kind of talked about this yesterday i said with mclean corley it's a team that could you know surprise some people in the tournament if he's able to come back in that full strength i think shepherd's playing pretty good ball uh and, and like we said i mean they'll lose those three seniors but they'll have most of their guys back for next year and maybe be a team that continues to progress and get better in this Pennsylvania State Athletic Conference. Yeah, I mean, you have Philip Jordan coming back. John Preston will be back. He was in double figures last night at 12.7 boards. Um, McLean and McLean Corley. Corley will be back, and that's yeah. your kind of big three. Yeah. You're hopefully moving forward with, and uh, you know, hopefully some other guys, some young guys come out and shine next season. I was about to say, too, I, I wanted to make a point about the Rams bench because a couple of their bench guys played really well yesterday. Aiden Hughley, the freshman forward, got the start last night. We've, we're forgetting Poffenberger, who's shown spurts of just great games. Poffenberger hit a three. He made a couple shots. Gerard Robinson played really well, too. So these are some guys that are going to stick around for a couple years, hopefully, and they're, they're going to be some impact players moving forward a lot of them will probably start next year so i hate how you in this day and age in college basketball college athletics in general you have to say hopefully they'll stick around i hate that about college sports now i mean shepherd's had a couple guys transfer and leave the program too so it's always an option yeah i'm just saying like i like as much as i think it's cool to get guys in in the transfer portal it also just sucks as if your team's losing them, and it's something you have to look at. You have to be prepared for any team you're on, whether you're in Division One, Two, or Three. Yeah, you just never know from year to year. I mean, in the past, you used to know that, hey, if this guy's a freshman or a sophomore, he'll probably be back next year. But just in, in today's day and age, you know, there are other guys that might be looking for other opportunities elsewhere, and maybe some other programs could give those to him. You never know. So you just have to keep that in mind when – when projecting the the next season yeah definitely so tomorrow night we'll have both games for you against shippensburg 5 30 airtime will be the johnny's express tip-off show it'll be women's first at 6 p.m i'd say maybe a little bit after 6 p.m i don't know how they'll do the senior how'd they do it last night they um so they did it in the middle of warm-ups and pre-game warm-ups so they just started the they just had warm-ups start a little bit earlier. Yeah, so they okay. had warm-ups go for about 15 minutes, and then right when there were five minutes left in warm-ups, they stopped warm-ups, they had the ceremony, uh, which took probably five minutes, didn't take very long. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a few more on the Shepherd women's hoops that are seniors, mm-hmm. if I remember, but I don't know they could be coming back for an extra year. I don't know if they've decided, because I know there are some seniors that have an extra year should have an extra year based upon you know but there are also a couple players that are grad students that yeah you know and a couple important players too marley mclaughlin and sydney clayton will not be back um and you know two i mean those two players could potentially honor six players they may honor them and they may not be decided yet yeah because i know like marshall's done that in the past Mm -hmm. uh 
where they honored somebody and they weren't too sure if they were coming back yet. They had to decide. They gave them a little bit to decide. Yeah, that, I mean that happened. That happened last year when I was broadcasting Shepherd Lacrosse. They they had a couple players too that um, were seniors and decided to come back and use their eligibility. But yeah, anyway, should be a, tomorrow. A good one tomorrow, five thirty airtime, six p.m. tip for women's. I'll have the call with, for that with Nick on color, and then we'll fl- we'll flip seats for men's hoops starting around seven thirty. He'll be on play by play. I'll be on color. That'll be all on TV ten and WRNR TV on YouTube. And uh, now we'll switch to uh, some misery here for Colin. WVU Oops falls once again. They fell 77-67. to 67. They were only down one at the half. 43-40, uh, 43-42. And this, you know, a winnable game last night. I thought they had a chance to win going into it. Uh, yeah, especially in the first faith. half when they were uh, shooting the ball great. They shot over 50% in the first half. It was uh, just unfortunate defensive wise that tcu was also not missing shots yeah, they, they were shooting over 60 percent in the first half finished 53.7 uh wvu finished 45.6 but what really hurt for them late in the game was just going six of 16 from beyond the arc and nine of 16 yeah, they, from they the, went cold they, in the second half think which about is this. what they've always done this season think about this they went nine of 16 total from the charity stripe you lose a 10 point game and you make, you know, maybe one more three, two more threes. You make four or five more foul shots. Yeah, you're, you're in that game. It's a very close game. And it just seems like there's one or two things. It just that can't go right horrible. late yep. in the second half. Because it seems like they're in games for the most part when you get to the start of the second half. And it just seems like something in the middle of that second half doesn't click. Doesn't go the right way. Uh, they were out rebounded by 18, 42 to 24. There you go. And uh, they only had one block, and they were blocked eight times. Uh, both had six steals. Uh, uh, TCU had 16 turnovers. WVU only had 11. So, I mean, it was a very winnable game at points, but just that second half uh, couldn't do much there. We're not good shooting, as Colin just mentioned. They're not but, offensive minded. They've but now again, lost 11 of the last 12. But again, that was a rescheduled game due to COVID protocols earlier in the season. And so now they got to be back tomorrow. They're back in the saddle. Uh, they're playing at Iowa State tomorrow, 7 p.m. Who's a so team a that quick you. Quick turnaround. That, that's the team that you've beaten in the uh, yeah. last 12. So maybe it'll be good, but I, I don't know. This team's just. It seems like everything's going wrong. It you seems just want the season to be over to with me as a too, fan. That this kind of collapsing in the second half for WVU has been a trend for the last like four or five games. I mean, you'd think you would probably recognize that that's a problem and try and fix it over the court. Because remember the Oklahoma State game, they were only down six and then they were blown out in the second half. I mean, this has been a trend. That seems like something they should have addressed at least within the last couple of days. I, I, I don't know. I'm not in that locker room or part of that program. I I feel like they've gave up. I you never know, never know. Probably a max exodus of transfers once the season's oh, yeah. over. I'd say three, maybe four guys decide to hit the portal. Would not be surprised of that if that happened. All right, well, that does it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Parsons Ford, Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. They became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com. Maybe I'll have to go to Parsons Ford here soon. You might have to. I might have to. Uh, 
but that's news for not another day. Uh, but that does it for this segment. When we come back, we got some breaking Washington Commanders news. We had a topic we were going to talk about, but during the show, they dropped something on their social media that's very interesting and very much needed because that was a big portion of people's complaints. Uh, we'll talk about that next as we wrap things up after this two-minute break. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest-growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Life can get in the way these days. We all know that. Work commitments, social commitments, volunteer commitments, family commitments. You put your heart into all of it. You've got enough to worry about already. Your roof shouldn't be one of those things. Everything should just work. But when your roof is in need of an upgrade, you shouldn't have to worry about that either. Modern Renovations, your four-state roofing solution. Reminding you that home is where the heart really is. Safety doesn't come from owning a handgun. It's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off of I-81 Exit 5 at Inwood offers four levels of defensive handgun training. Get started with Basic Handgun 1, a one-day course focused on the six fundamentals of shooting, basic safety, and gun handling. Valley Guns 2 will conduct these classes on February 26th and March 12th at their Inwood location. Master the basics with Basic Handgun 1, taught by NRA certified instructors. Find out more at valleyguns2.com or call 304-229-4411. Ollie's VIP Northside is the best local spot to catch all of your favorite high school, college, and pro sports, or to hang out with friends. Ollie's has a great beer and cocktail menu, along with a food menu that will blow you away. Ollie's offers multiple TVs to watch the game of your choice from anywhere at the bar or their outdoor patio with cornhole and fire pit. So stop by and see for yourself today at 36 Veronica Drive in Martinsburg. That's Ollie's VIP Northside. We'll see you for the game. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM AM 740 TV 10 on Comcast Channel 10 in Berkeley and Jefferson Counties and streaming live on the TV 10 Facebook page. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, our intern Avery Newport hanging out with you here for about another nine-ish minutes uh, before we got some, we got a double header of Hedgesville basketball action. Girls or boys at 4 p.m. early, early start time and then girls at 7 p.m. in the sectional tournament semifinal. Boys against Broadford and Christian Academy. Girls against Martinsburg. Uh, Nick will have the call for the boys game. So back-to-back days, you'll see Broadfording. Uh, you know a lot more about them than you did 24 hours ago, Nick. Yeah, didn't, didn't expect to uh, 
be calling back-to-back Broadford and Christian. Didn't come in yesterday expecting that, did you? No. Yeah, I was about to say, 24 hours ago, we didn't know anything about him and also didn't know that he was going to have a second game for him in a row. Yeah, (laughs) but uh, that Silva kid, he's fun to watch. I, I mean, he's a junior he had, what, 32 points 30, last night? He's yeah. definitely going to be one of those kids that uh, you see maybe go into a prep school. Yeah, maybe. After, maybe. after next season and then go into some potentially D1, D2 school. Yeah, I don't know. He, he he's got potential. From what I saw, he's got great potential. Yeah. Any of you guys know where he was from? Because I know Broadford and Christian Academy gets a lot of its I, players from I'm almost sure different most countries. Of them are international. Yeah, yeah. Is what so the I wonder where me. he's from. We'd I'll have find to out for you tonight. Yeah. yeah, you can find I'll out. I'll be tonight. with you, so I can help. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I teased at some breaking news. Uh, did you get it out of my email? No. Come on, Avery. Did you slam the table? I well, I was lifting up my to hand to put on the. All right. Yeah, well, he's not on his phone. It's in my email. You know, Nick, go to the go to the Outlook thing on the bottom. We're going to do this step-by-step step on the air. No, we're not. You're going to get it. It's, it's going to come through here any moment. There it is. There we go. All right. Save it. I thought you said we weren't going to do that step-by-step. Step. <laughs> now you are. <laughs> You're right. Uh, but they listened for something for once in our lives. The Washington now commanders listened to the fans. Yeah. Should we just say it and wait for him? Should we wait for him and we're then gonna say wait. it? We're going to wait for it. We'll talk about uh, a lot of fans in the D.C. area. They, they've been, uh, I guess, taking a poll. Avery found this. Just save Avery. Polls reveal Washington Commander's nickname unpopular among local residents. Uh, 5% love it. 36% like it. 32% dislike it. 17% hate it. And 11% have no opinion. So that's what. If you go dislike, it's hate, like and no opinion. of people don't care or don't like it. Yeah, about right 60%. Percent, and about 41% yeah. like it or love it. Yeah. Well, you may get some more flipped opinions here uh, because they listened and they changed the crest. The crest. Dun, dun, dun. The crest now has the years of the <laughs> Super Bowl winning teams. Not the year the Super Bowl was won. It now has 1982, 1987, and 1991 as opposed to 1983, 88, and 92. What do we think about this? Wow, he's good at math. Uh, like I said before, overall, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but yeah, what matters is... You know, but they listen to the fans. They listen to somebody. It's right now. I mean, everybody knows like how you address the Super Bowl. Well, winner. apparently they didn't. Well... Apparently, yeah, the marketing but agency. But this is the worst didn't. organization in the NFL. I mean, every week yeah. we got to talk about a new legal case with them. So, are we really surprised that they don't know what year their team won the Super Bowl? Um, no, but good for them. They, they they fixed it. Looks better now. That's my take. They even That's got the pre-Super Bowl championships on there too. They They've had those. Yeah. They had those. Are yeah. those correct? Yeah, those are the right years. Yes, <laughs> yes. I think. No. Wait. <laughs> they are. I think they're the right years. What? Let I me go. I'm going to go through my email now and find uh, commanders. I don't think they changed those. I don't think they did either. It looks the same. Well, that's because I think they were right. Uh, they I didn't can't... have a Super Bowl for that. That was just the world yeah, champion. Those don't just count. The yeah, so they, don't, they don't matter. Um, they're not Super Bowls. There was something else, though. We were talking about the name. 
Yeah, yeah the DC residents were not in favor guys? of it. They a didn't little. support I mean, it. I mean, I'm just a little. Know, I've started Washington. to say it a little bit more. Like I you did yesterday. I think that's just naturally I'm, like. But i I could never. I could never say football team. Washington football team. It was just weird to say because it's redundant. Yeah, I felt like when people just called them the football team, it was the dumbest thing on earth. Like, well, uh, I just felt like when I was saying it, I was like, it's just redundant. Like saying Washington football team. So I just started saying WFT, WFT, WFT. I, I just said Washington because and then we were watching. The I hated when WTF. <laughs> at some like, points I were. Like, I at one point I, I wanted ESPN. a shirt that said WFT dot 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 wait or wait dot 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 WTF. So yeah. Well. The the football team just I like the football team. It sounds dumb when people just when people just came and like, hey, what do you think about the football team? And you don't really follow, you're like, which one? Okay, so now I'm confused because they indeed did not change thirty seven or forty two. That's because I don't think those needed changed. Those championships were probably played in December, so that's probably inaccurate. There you go. That's they didn't have as long as a postseason. And they were the NFL cha- or NFC, whatever the it was, NFL, NFL championships. championships. Or, or they didn't NFL. have Super Bowls back then. Was Washington yeah. in the AFL or the NFL? NFL. They are in the NFL. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't even know they really had. Let's see. I Googled 1937. Uh, it was, in fact, on December 12th, 1937. There we go. A good day to have a game. That was my birthday, but I was never even close to being born. Let's double check 42. Neither were your parents. Since since we're here, we might as well check the 42 game, December 13th. So those are correct. You don't want to check the 1940 game. Well, Even though they didn't that's win. That's the Chicago Bears one. Yes. You don't they lost to Chicago 73 to nothing in the championship oh, game. Oh, Lord. Right here. Yeah. Oh, my like, gosh. That's like the worst the loss in football history. Yeah. You're right. Avery, I forgot you had all this uh, football knowledge. Yeah. We got to utilize that, man. Make a segment or something. Maybe at the football end of the, season's over, so yeah, true. Maybe at the end of the, your internship, yeah, we can do baseball. I know a little bit. Of you baseball. know baseball, yeah. all right. I know basketball too. All right. Well, that's why he got real fast. Sports. We didn't no get way. we didn't get to talk about it today, uh, but the levy day suspension uh, coming the down who here. Levy day suspension. The conference Big Ten conference levy day suspension to Jawan Howard Howard right. for his. Uh, Axe the other day on Saturday where he basically hand-slapped an assistant coach because he was mad at Wisconsin's head coach for calling a timeout towards the end of the game. Do we think a five-game suspension, which is the rest of the season, is justified, yes or no? I think he should be fired, but that's just me. I agree with that. I'm I'm on the fence on if he should be fired or not. I know he had the incident last year against Maryland. You could also fire him for performance. They were a one seed last year. They're not going to make the tournament this year. Yeah. I, he probably gets fired at the end of the season. Yeah, no doubt about it. There's a big chance of that. If he when got you fired weigh, at the end of the when season, you weigh I don't into think this. you bring him back now. What? If he's no, getting I fired at the end of the season, why bring him back? Maybe they, they want to see how they do in the Big Ten him. championships. Tournament. Yeah. Tournament. Championships, same thing. All right, well, that does it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Uh, 3.30 p.m., Johnny's Express tip-off show. Hedgesville hosting Broadford and Christian Academy. Nick and Colin will be on the call. Shortly after that game completes at 6.30, the Johnny's Express tip-off show for Section 2, Region 2, Section 1 semifinal action as number three, Martinsburg is at number two, Hedgesville. That does it for this edition. For our intern, Avery, Colin, Nick, I'm Spencer saying so long. (laughs) 